Hello and welcome to today's episode of The Quad Shot, where we help you down and digest the day's most pertinent cancer news. It's October 16th, 2023. Welcome to The Quadcast. I'm your host, Sam Markram, and we're going to dive in to this week's most pertinent cancer news. First up, long story short. The initial analysis of the Italian Phase three short HER trial failed to demonstrate non-inferiority in disease-free survival with a shorter regimen of trastuzumab for HER2-positive breast cancer. As a reminder, we have seen successful trastuzumab de-escalation to six months. In practice, however, we've seen more of a de-escalation in chemo with dropping the anthracycline while keeping a year of trastuzumab. In short HER, over 1,200 women with HER2-positive breast cancer receiving adjuvant-anthracycline-taxane combos were randomized to the addition of trastuzumab times one year versus nine weeks. We now have 10-year reporting with outcomes on the secondary endpoint of overall survival. At 10 years, disease-free survival was 78% after long course versus 77% after short course trastuzumab. Overall survival was 89% versus 88%. While your gut may say, these appear very similar, a limited number of events and half of the target enrollment again led to a confidence interval that surpassed the pre-specified threshold. The bottom line is, nevertheless, these long-term data can reassure clinicians in case of early discontinuation of adjuvant trastuzumab, really for any reason, in patients that are low risk. Thanks to Conti, JCO, 2023. Up second, in a flash. For high-risk prostate cancer treated with external beam radiation, long-course androgen deprivation therapy is associated with better treatment outcomes. In the ASCEND-RT trial, brachytherapy boosts for high-risk disease improved freedom from biochemical progression. A question that often arises when a brachy boost is used for high-risk disease is whether long-term ADT is better than short-term. This Phase three trial randomized 332 patients with high-risk prostate cancer to either 6 months of ADT or 30 months of ADT along with prostate LDR brachytherapy, 110 gray using iodine-125 as well as 45 gray and 25 fractions using external beam to the pelvis. At 7 years, prolonged ADT did not significantly reduce the cumulative incidence of biochemical progression, 8% versus 9%. We now know that biochemical outcomes are often poor surrogates for survival outcomes, but there was also no difference in overall or disease-specific survival at this time point. Thanks to Yorazu, Red Journal, 2023. Up next, murky indications. Though clear data is lacking, Observation without further adjuvant therapy is typically recommended for completely resected 
low-risk stage 1 Merkel cell carcinoma. While many people consider a head and neck primary tumor location to be a high-risk factor, it has not been used as criteria in prior series of low-risk Merkel cell carcinoma. A retrospective look at 149 patients undergoing definitive resection for low-risk Merkel cell, meaning PT1N0 R0 resection without prior immunosuppression or neoadjuvant therapy at the University of Washington, demonstrates those who received postoperative radiation saw significantly fewer local recurrences at five years, zero out of 79 with adjuvant radiation versus six out of 70, or about 10% without adjuvant radiation. A deeper look revealed all six local recurrences occurred among those with head and neck primaries, meaning zero out of 30 who had adjuvant radiation failed versus 6 out of 30, or 20%, who did not have radiation failed. While it's tempting to suppose inability to attain wide margins in the head and neck is a contributor, 6 out of the 6 primary tumors that recurred were less than 7 millimeters in size, and 5 out of the 6 had a circumferential margin greater than 1 centimeter. The authors instead speculate that the heterogeneity in skin may provide a different tumor microenvironment in sun-exposed versus non-sun-exposed areas, or potentially, there are other factors at play. The bottom line is, a head and neck primary tumor location could be considered a high-risk feature for completely resected stage 1 Merkel cell carcinoma and merits consideration of adjuvant radiation. Thanks to Birma, Advances in Radiation Oncology, 2023. Up next, stick it to them. A single-armed phase 1 trial delivered an intratumoral toll-like receptor 4 agonist, TLR4 agonist, concurrent with radiation to an accessible soft tissue sarcoma in 12 patients. This was in hopes of optimizing anti-tumor immunity. This same agent is sometimes used to enhance immune response to vaccines. Although all patients had metastatic disease and the intent of radiation was palliative, for the purposes of exploring the study question, the prescription dose was ideally greater than or equal to 50 gray. All four patients with durable local control had detectable increases in tumor-infiltrating lymphocytes, suggesting stimulation of anti-tumor immunity with a combination of radiation and intratumoral TLR4 agonist. Thanks to so. Jam Oncology, 2023. Up next, no ovaries are better than two. A retrospective look at 480 consecutive women receiving definitive management for BRCA1-2 associated breast cancer in Milan demonstrates prophylactic bilateral salpingoophorectomy was associated with less than half the risk of death with a hazard ratio of 0.4. Thanks to Martelli, JAMA Surgery, 2023. Finally, interested. This qualitative study finds that a sizable subset of breast cancer patients have interest in non-operative approaches for early stage breast cancer. Thanks to Guhan, 
Red Journal, 2023. This concludes today's episode of The Quad Shot. If you like what you've heard, please consider giving us a five-star rating and subscribing to our podcast. Also, check out our website at www.quadshotnews.com and subscribe to our newsletter. We'll catch you next time.